Hey everyone, Chris here. I was editing the most recent episode of Serially Hooked the other day, and there was this segment where Rashad and I were just talking about stuff as we as we usually do. Uh, it had nothing to do with Clone Wars, and usually I just use that uh, as as a little intro before the episode starts. But this one was way too long for that. However, I really liked it and didn't want to simply cut it. So this is sort of a bonus episode, as though we don't already publish enough material. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. What was the bigger letdown for you? The eighth, eighth and final season of Game of Thrones or Star Wars Episode Nine? Whoa. Um, <laughs> I'm very proud of this question. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh my god sorry this is a this is gonna have a lot of silence as me pondering this question this is a good question okay this is my train of thought i haven't made a decision yet but i'll talk <laughs> this, this is out so long. <laughs> nice. yeah yeah I, um i haven't made a decision yet but mm -hmm. i will talk this out for a second Season seven of Game of Thrones, right, before mm. season eight, was also really bad. Not as bad, but also bad. So you can see the trend going negatively, mm. right? S episode nine, I liked, you know, episode eight of Star Wars, right? It's controversial, but I liked quite it. Quite a bit. You yeah. liked it quite a bit. I liked it quite a bit. So I think, you know, from the point of, all right, so the relative decrease or the relative fall from episode eight to episode nine was significantly more than the episode seven to episode, sorry, from season seven to season eight of Game of Thrones. But the height of Game of Thrones, I would argue, is higher than even the heights of of, of Star Wars. Wow. Um, okay. In terms of the quality of like filmmaking, and in terms of the quality of what's on the screen. Right, I would say that still Star Wars has a larger place in my heart in terms of the lore and the the philosophy and everything that goes into it and how much of a space it takes in my life. Um, and Game of Thrones, other than reading a few books and watching a few seasons of television, actually, no, I spent quite a bit of time in it, in the thick of things for a while there, actually. I, I am going to chime in here and just say... From what I could perceive at the time, to me, you seem to be way more excited about uh, the uh, eighth season going into it, or just before, than uh, the Star Wars movie. Oh, that's a good point. Thank you very much for. I think I think this is the one thing is that a season eight was just such a long crawl of. It's like a slow poison. Yeah. It just doesn't kill you in once. It just like. Every single week for, I forget how many episodes, six episodes, eight episodes, six. I don't remember, six. It just like, it just slowly kills you over a two month period versus this other episode kills you once and just really fast. Mm -hmm. um, I would have to say, if I had to make a decision, gun to my head, episode, season, season eight was worse to me um, than episode nine. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> episode nine was worse okay i think 
Yes, it was worse. For for season eight of, of Game of Thrones, and I don't know if we're ever going to do a Game of Thrones season of this show, but season eight of Game of Thrones, I see some kernels of things that could have been interesting that were just butchered in every possible mm. way. And in see and episode nine of star wars it is just absolutely insulting and there's nothing that is good about even the morsels of positivity in there just don't even exist and it is an absolute waste of my time and both are waste of times to be honest but um at least with season eight for me you could see something of an idea no you can see the potential conception of an idea that has potential good payoffs. Um, you can then take, this is a long answer. I'm so sorry. You can then take the opposite, say in the opposite side and say, Oh, they had good ideas. The execution was so bad that it was actually even worse than episode nine. Cause they didn't have any, didn't have any good ideas for episode nine, but I, I will, I will hold on to the positives and I will hold on to the, the idea of of Danny turning into Aegon and the idea of, you know, John having to murder his love, I guess. And the spoiler idea alert. sorry, spoiler alert. And the idea <laughs> of Bran becoming king. And these ideas that could have been interesting, or Arya be killing the Night King. Um, that all these things could have been interesting in a vacuum. It is a all about their execution and how terrible the writing, this like the direction, the i the decisions that the showrunners made, and the laziness of so many on so cutting so many corners. Oh, it's just so bad. Um, but it, I would say that like if you just take the factuals, there are some interesting things that could have happened, and I will hold on to that with for dear life, as I say that. Episode nine is relatively, I don't know how, what the question was originally, that doesn't upset me as much as episode season eight, I will say. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. The question was the bigger letdown. But... Oh, the bigger letdown. Which is probably something different. It's just definitely something different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on a huge tangent. That's okay. Yeah. To say I that mean... season, eight, season eight's a bigger letdown. So, and my second question. Oh, that was um, one question. <laughs> there is a second, but wait, there's more. Great. Um, would have ha- would it have been worse if they had rev- uh, revived Darth Vader in Episode Nine, than uh, instead of the Emperor? Spoiler alert. One. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Two. No, no, I don't think so. And fundamentally why is that this is a Skywalker story and it is the story of Darth Vader. Mm. So it would have made a little bit more, or the story of Anakin Skywalker's journey to be Darth Vader. It would have made a little bit more sense if it had Spoiler alert as well. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) It would have made a little bit more sense if then it was Darth Vader who was resurrected. I don't know how they do that and have it be Vader and not Anakin in that way. And then what is Rey's relationship to Vader? Is that he, she is his grandson, a granddaughter? I don't know what they do there. 
Um, but it would have made a little bit more sense unless. Yeah. Only in that way would it have made sense in the sense that. Although Anakin redeemed himself and brought a, a close to his, his story arc by bringing balance to the dark side and fulfilling a prophecy by killing the emperor in episode six, um, despite his light side winning out, his dark side does then continue to live on and his dark side manifested in Darth Vader continues and is resurrected and then is pulling the strings to continue the, the, um, first order. Uh, yeah. Either the first order or continue or the shroud of darkness over the galaxy. Mm -hmm. So then you have really the, the legacy of Ray, the, um, the manifestation of the legacy of Anakin's light side via Luke Skywalker. And, the other side is Darth Vader's darkness manifested and personified and resurrected and continuing to create the darkness um, th throughout the galaxy. That would make, doesn't make sense as I'm speaking about it, obviously, but it makes a little bit more sense than Palpatine because Palpatine is not, it's just not Palpatine's story. Uh, so that's the only differentiation there. So kind of, it would make a little bit more sense. Not great, but kind of. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily mean that in a storytelling perspective. Just for you, as a, like. A... Oh, sorry. I always delve in, devolve into what is, does doesn't make sense as a story because then it is a reflection of how I appreciate it. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I so mean that that makes absolute sense. But do you like personally? <laughs> personally, I would have liked it more, as oh, well. Interesting. Um, I would have preferred it, but 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 caveat it as I said being the dark side of Anakin only, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And his light side has passed away in a way, in a sense. So Anakin Skywalker has passed, but Darth Vader lives on in that in that weird sense. Um, because it is true that it is clear that Anakin has a duality within him. Um, and that duality splitting with the death of Anakin, with the decision, the split decision he makes to turn on Palpatine, and that fracture could have then, yeah, I don't know, the ex post facto make it interesting. I think it would have been a little bit better. Um, then it just goes into the execution of it, really. And, um, but, but also, but also, like, you know, then you just, you don't have like a weird ass, like old man puppet thing. You actually have a guy in a suit that can maybe actually do something. I don't know. Um, so have you you've seen Inside Out, right? Yes. So I, I read this. It's not a fan theory. It's just an interesting morsel that made me appreciate Pixar so much more. If for, you know, I appreciate them so much anyways. But um, so the father and the mother um, have don't have joy piloting the console in the brain. Right. Mm. So the, uh, Riley has the joy, obviously. Right. Um, the father has anger and the mother has sadness. Right. Mm hmm. Um, and the really cool idea behind that that I had never thought of, because it's just something that you see on the side, right, um, is that it is it is um, sadness and anger that are piloting because these are um, the complex emotions that then lead to deeper emotional depth that adults have mm. that children don't maintain. So it is a child's mind specifically that 
maintains joy as its center. And then as you grow older, you then delve into the deeper parts of your other emotions that then create and define adulthood. And I just thought that that little sideline commentary, it hidden within a joke in a Pixar movie is just so indicative of the genius of Pixar and how amazing it is. And it's just, it's just something that I have to say like out loud because it's just so, it's just amazing. So who of the five emotions is going, it would be steering you. That's a very good. Uh, okay. So hard. Sorry. This is a good question. You have to answer this too, obviously. Yeah. So we have um, anger, joy, disgust, sadness, and fear, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh my god, that's a really good question. Um, I think you're you're really killing it with the questions today. By the way, um, even the like impromptu ones. I don't know. I I, I really can't make up my mind. I my my gut says joy. Hmm. Um, but. I think there's something deeper there that I'm missing. Then I have to really psychoanalyze myself for a minute mm-hmm. there. Um, it might, the other option, the other option I'm saying is disgust, mm. um, but not disgust in and of itself in the childlike depiction of it, but disgust in a way and more defined as a disapproval in a weird way um disapproval of things uh and like i feel like like that's the uh, the uh more mature version of disgust anyway. yeah um maybe that's another one i'm not sure i'd have to really think about it so mm. sorry go ahead what, what's your answer uh mine is uh, fear with a very strong sadness in, sec- <laughs> in second place <laughs> I, I figured that's what your answer was gonna be yeah <laughs> I, I was really i was really thinking about uh like oh this is really close between the two but then i was like uh but really you know i'm not sad like i like when i'm sad i'm really sad but yeah uh, i don't know i feel like most things that i've done are a result of fear in some way or mm. like timidness or something uh, wow. That so, is a real answer. Yeah, that's why it's going to get cut. <laughs> <laughs>